not a K-drama. The following episode may contain spoilers. Hello everyone. Hi. Welcome back to a new episode of What a K-drama. Mm-hmm. I'm Kathleen. My name is Ilse. And today we are going to talk about Vincenzo. Vincenzo Cassaro. This drama took ages. Over? Ages to watch. It's just that, like, I love mm. all the actors, okay? But let's say it just took me a while to get into the story. Because I. Same. Yeah. Let's get first the basic facts and yeah. then let's just share our thoughts about Vincenzo. Mm-hmm. Today we're going into a bit of a deep dive. We watched yes. the entire series and we're going to talk about plot and storyline parallels and whatnot. So, yeah. yeah, stick around for an interesting discussion, I gather. So, just warning, warning if you haven't watched Vincenzo, don't listen, don't to, listen this. to this. We're going to yes. give a lot of spoilers and also our thoughts about it. And this is based on our experience watching K-Drama, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, we're going to dissect the entire thing. So if yeah. you haven't seen it yet... Just don't, please. Unless, of course, you don't mind spoilers, yeah. then feel free to stick around. Of course. You know. But just keep in mind that we are very opinionated when it comes to dramas. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so let's start. Theme of okay. the So Vincenzo is a dark comedy created by Studio yeah. Dragon and then distributed by TVN. Yeah. And eventually found an international audience with Netflix as well. Yes. It was written by Park Jae-bum and directed by Kim Hee-won. And it stars Song Joong-ki, Yoon, no, Joon Yo-bin, Ok Tae-kyun, you know. Yeah. Tae-kyun. Um, Kim Yo-jin, Kwak Dong-yeon and Joe Hanchel. Yes. It's a mafia story. It's a mafia story with comedy. Yeah, it, it hence was... the dark comedy. <laughs> oh, dark comedy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it is a bit of a mix of a lot of things. Mm-hmm. But the thing is that the fact that it wasn't a romance normally into romance, rom-coms and all of that, I didn't mind that. Which part? That it wasn't a rom-com. Oh. You know? I... That's one of the things that I genuinely enjoyed about this one. Yeah, but you normally watch dramas that... I know, but the romance parts felt very organic. And they started off as enemies, became friends, became partners. And also wasn't part of uh, the main storyline. It was like an add-on. Yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah, it wasn't... So... Yeah. It was an add-on, basically, because it just happened, you know, because, mm-hmm. you know, it was meant to be. You know what I mean? Oh, my God. They met each other as children. <laughs> Imagine. I mean, it's happened, like, a few times. You know? oh. I mean, like, a few times. More often than not, in fairness. But, okay, mm. let's move on to the plot. So, basically, Vincenzo, yeah, played by Song Junki, is the consigliere of an Italian mafia family yes. that adopted him as a child. So he's from Korea, was adopted in uh, Italy, and ended up working for the Italian Mafia as a lawyer, hence the consigliere. Yes. His adopted father was the head of the Mafia. Yeah. And that's where our story begins. Yeah. The father is murdered? Yeah, I think the father dies Mm -hmm. in a way, which still don't... Well, I don't remember. I actually, me neither. I don't remember. I feel like they kind of glossed over that rather well quickly. the father dies and then it becomes a war between his brother mm-hmm. and himself yeah so vincenzo and his bro yeah kind of you know like a fighting. little revenge yeah fighting with like guns and violence basically i mean it's part of the mob 
that is true that is true but that was our first episode and and it just the first episode let's be fair it is it is you get like whoa is this it oh yeah he sets an entire vineyard up in flames yeah loved which apparently is also quite common i i heard because i actually asked i was like is that a thing in in the market inside the market they were like yeah it can happen i was like okay Okay, I suppose. Okay. A really random question. Does Itzy have a song like in the mafia? Yeah, yeah. They do, but it's not because that to is the... like playing in the back of my mind the entire time <laughs> since we started, and I'm like, I think Vincenzo came out first, and that's not <laughs> fairness. Like, Vincenzo ran for like for last year, I think. It, it, uh, it, it was 2021. Year. 2021. Yeah, but um, okay. I think partly why it took us so long to finish it is because yeah. there's 20 episodes and they're yes. all like an hour and a half. We're used to 16 episodes. Of like 40, 40 minutes, minutes to an hour. Yeah. Yeah. So I think we're used to that. And then 20 episodes. I was like, why? Why? Like, I get it. But really? You know, I had just had the feeling through the full story. I was like. Why are you making it so long? This could have been solved two episodes ago. Very much so. But let's let's continue with the plot. Let's continue. Let's okay. Continue. So the father dies. Vincenzo and his bro are yeah. fighting because somewhere in Korea, yeah, Gunga Plaza, by the way, where most of the story is going to take place. Yes, there is an entire vault basement, kind of. Yeah, with tons and tons of gold. Like, yeah, you know, in the movies you have like the blocks of gold. Yeah, it's that, but in enti- an entire basement of it. Yeah. So they're both kind of trying to chase that gold. At some parts of the story, I feel like the gold is like they Left don't think behind. about it that yeah. much anymore because they have another enemy to fight. Like the thing is that the gold at the beginning was the main, the main drive for yeah. everything. Yeah, it was like the main drive because that was his mission, and out of nowhere. The gold became, a, a, like, aside the story. It was so weird. Yeah. And then in the end, I felt like it was so easy to crack it open. Yes. Like, it was... Oh, yeah. Okay, let's continue. Yeah. <laughs> let's continue the plot. So, Vincenzo, lawyer in Italy, goes to Korea to, yeah. like, hide from his brother and find the gold. Yes. Right? He ends up teaming up together with the lawyer from Jipuragi Law Firm. Yeah. Run by Hong Yu Chan. Uh, Jipuragi Law Firm is basically a law firm for the underdog that is fighting against like yeah. huge corporations. Yeah. Because corporations are always shady for some reason, you know? Yes. Um, they start teaming up against Babel. Um, Babel is a big corporation. Yes. That has very unethical practices. Yeah, we don't. Well, we kind of do know that. Straight from the beginning, right? With the scientists who died. Uh, we, well, you know that in the episode too, like... Yeah. Like, you know that straight away. Like, something is not quite right with that company. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Now, they're fighting against Babel because Babel wants to pay... Like, they want to they want to get rid of all the inhabitants of Gunga Plaza. Yeah. So that they can build their Babel Tower there. Which, for me, still is a bit random. Like, if there's so much fighting going on with all the inhabitants of the plaza just move it somewhere else okay like you have the money just relocate yeah you know 
Anyways, it's a whole thing. They hire like thugs to like beat everyone up. But of course, everyone in the plaza is a secret boxer, weightlifter. Yeah. Part of the the what was the company? Like the NIS? Oh the the cloud company. No, 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 no. The 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 government. Like the FBI, but Korean. Oh, yes, yes, like the Special Forces International mm-hmm. Division, whatever mm-hmm. he was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. everyone has like this super secret skill. It's, I'm like... <laughs> <A> very random. <laughs> it's like, how much luck do you have all at once? There's <laughs> no normal people. They're no. all boxers, skilled, like, fighters. Uh-huh. It's way lifters. For me, I was like, okay, easy plot point there, but, you know... <laughs> Anyways, Vincenzo starts bonding with all the inhabitants, yeah. start, you know, becoming besties. And then he decides that he's going to help them. Help them because he also needs that building because that basement is filled with his gold. Yeah. You know, so he it, can't sell it to Babel. Well, it wasn't quite his gold. This gold belonged to the, to the Chinese, Chinese mafia. Chinese dudes. Yeah, the Chinese mafia. That and they, he had some dodgy <coughs> business happening. <coughs> they had some dodgy business there. I mean, and he's then, still a mafia member. Of course, it's going to be dodgy. Of course. Uh, yeah, so that was right. It wasn't his goal in reality. Well, he was he yeah. was getting paid to get that goal out of there. Like, mm, out of that place. Yeah. Anyways, that's the main plot. That's the main plot. So, what the, the full story... It feels so unnecessarily complicated, in my opinion. I mean... I mean, it's interesting for sure because it's not your typical drama story. Let's be honest, okay? A mafia member does some dodgy business with the Chinese. They end up hiding tons and tons of gold worth millions and millions. Billions. Into this random old shopping center. Yeah. Why did they even end up there in the first place? Because it was like a place that not many people would think about. Like, Mm. why there, you know? So they hide all of this there, and then well, it happens that the the owner of the gold kind of gets assassinated, and then this full plot. So he's like, okay, now I'm the only one that, that knows that the gold is there. So let's get it out. It's mine mm. now. So it's a very interesting. On top of that, he also gets involved into the Babylon situation because they want the building. Mm-hmm. All this thing happens, and the thing is that Vincenzo was like the antihero. Very much so. So he was like, I am I am a villain, but you're worse than me, so uh, we're gonna fight. <laughs> I'm gonna be a mafia dude here. You know? <laughs> so I think that was very interesting. Mm-hmm. Vincenzo was super, super, still is super, super popular. Yeah. Like, the ratings were insane. Popularity was insane. I think it made so much money. Yeah. Like, viewership on Netflix as well. In general, it was, like, the number one drama, I believe, whenever it was airing. Mm. It was, like, super popular. Everyone was, like, yes, Vincenza. Everyone was talking about it. Buying the lighter situation. Really? Yeah. Oh, I, my God. <laughs> I saw some people on TikTok with, like, the golden lighter. Okay. Vincenza made me do it. Okay. So, yeah, I think that is, it was because the full, the hype surrounded it was because it was a different story, you know? It's not your mm. common story. Yeah. Usually, the 
the line between the heroes and the villains are quite clear. Like the hero only yes. does hero stuff, the villain only does villain stuff. But, but with this one, it yeah. was very much intermixed. He like he was bad. He was still a mafia guy. Like, of course, he's gonna yeah, murder people. Yeah, well, the thing people. is that somehow because. Like, whenever I finished the drama, I was like, I understand why they loved his character so much. Because he was a bad guy, like a solid bad guy. But he had, I think you said, he had good people around him. And that mm-hmm. made him less bad. Mm-hmm. On top of that, he, he didn't lose it whenever he was being bad. Like, he was very cold-blooded. Like, yeah. he was, like, really, really bad. But he had a reason for everything. Yeah, I think... It's an interesting discussion to have about the parallels between Vincenzo and Hansok, who's played by Tekion, who's yes. the most evilest dude of all the evilest dudes, you know? He was evil just for the sake of being evil. He was a psychopath. He was he was he was literally examined and he's a he's a psychopath yeah. clinically. He murdered people when he was a teenager. So the thing is that with him, he just was bad. For being bad. No reason behind, you know. It was for his own personal gain. But I think yeah, he had too much pleasure out doing of it. torturing, yeah, abusing, whatever. Well, what he did with the what the, the, his first murder. I don't think... He was just, it was just pleasure. There was no reason yeah. behind, you know. Because with the other ones, it was okay. <laughs> he wants a tower. He wants to build his massive, his dream tower business. It's mm-hmm. not the right way. But he... Boy was like crazy. Also, yeah. he had his alter ego with curly hair that we all thought was good. Yeah. So we don't know that um, Hansok is the head of Babel until like halfway. Not even half. Well, almost almost half, halfway. Almost halfway. Yeah. There's like a figurehead that is played by Kwak Dong Yon. He plays Chairman John Honso, and he is his brother. That is an absolute marshmallow. That's the only thing I have to say. He was a soft boy. Hansel? No, uh, yeah, Hansel. I feel so bad for Hansel, man. He was, he was, yeah, his life is being horrible. His life was horrible, okay? Mm-hmm. He had, like, heavy PTSD. He was abused. He was abused by Hansok. To make yeah. it easy, Hansel is soft, figurehead. Yeah. Hansok. Hansok is the evil... Uh, the evil brother took him yeah it's kind of crazy yeah um but i think it was interesting to see that the patterns for hansok yeah. started as a teenager because yes. you discover that throughout the series but with like little bits and pieces that for yeah. example hansok was abused by his brother that his that hansok was sent to the states after murdering some of his classmates yeah to cover um, up and all of that, yeah. but he just became worse in the States. Pretty much, man. And then he comes back, he's like, mm, I'm going to be now a cute lawyer with curly hair. Mm-hmm. He pretends to be someone else, joins the law firm that works for Babel. Yeah. And yeah, no one suspects anything because he's like, mm-hmm, no one. Happy go lucky, throwing some random English that was kind of weird in the beginning. But what is interesting is that Vincenzo, whenever he speaks with Hansel, he finds out that he's not the boss. Mm-hmm. He's not it. Because boy is so soft. It's like, he's legit so soft. Yeah. Well. You know. Yeah, he's a victim. Pretty much. 
pretty much. Mm. And then I just, yeah, it was it was interesting to see, for sure. Mm. What I find interesting is how we all collectively hate Hansok, but we all collectively love Vincenzo as well. There are parallels, because they both use bad stuff to get their way. Yeah. However, when it's with Vincenzo, we're like, mm, you're so smart, you go. But when it's Hansok, we're like, oh my god, he's so evil. If I'm honest, at the beginning, I felt like that. But with the last episodes, I was like, this dude is also sick in the head. Like, the level Oh, of the last episode, yeah. where he's like... He, he goes full-on <laughs> mafia... And it's like, whoa. Wait, wait. It kind of makes sense, though. Because the dude did murder it his mother. It just makes sense. But look. It's... Oh, he's still evil. Yeah. Like, you can't just murder someone, torture murder someone. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, the thing is that we, there was, like, two different sides in Vincenzo. You had, like, this heavy mafia stuff when the dude, he was very skilled. He was a consigliere, of course. Very intimidating. Intimidating, extremely smart. Knows he, how to push your buttons. Yes, absolutely. And then you had the other side of Vincenzo's story that involved more the plaza. And it was... I so felt was, like, innocent goofball as well. Yes, I was like, where is my mafia dude? You know... Yes, that's one of the parts that I wasn't fond of. Yeah. As soon as Vincenzo comes to Korea, he gets scammed. Why? And it's like, they get away with it. Yes. You're telling me that an Italian mafia dude doesn't know when he's being scammed and then doesn't retaliate? Yeah. Like, that, that was also... Mm. Mm. That 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 mm. is not okay. No. It just doesn't, doesn't mm. sit quite right, you know? I think the inhabitants of Gunga Plaza were cute, lovable, Absolutely. quirky side characters. But sometimes it was a bit too much to yeah. digest. Yeah. So I love them. The individual stories were very interesting. As an individual, they were all very interesting. These people have like very, very amazing like backgrounds. You have a chef Random. that is lying for years that he's been to Italy to study Italian cuisine. Yeah, but then you have a couple that it was a wrestler. And a weightlifting. Yeah, I think so. Uh, yeah, and a lifter, I believe. And they seem like normal people, but they're not really. Mm. Then you have this seamstress, uh, that the dude. The one with the scissors? Yeah. <laughs> he used to be in a gang, and he could handle scissors like crazy. And he's like, at one point, there's like a fight scene in a hallway, and he's like, chop, 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 in their sh- shoulders and stuff. And voice is killed. Like, and he's like unfazed, like he's done it. I'm like, just fine. another Saturday, you know. And then you have a woman that runs a little like traditional restaurant. He was a boxer, and like how? How? And then there was a pianist. Oh yeah, who was also a hacker. Yes, that worked for the mafia, like the Chinese mafia. He, it's like, like what on earth? What are the odds? That's my point. That they're all in one plaza. Yeah, yeah, beats me. I don't know. So that, that was one thing that I was really like, I mean, interesting mm. because the characters, I think that's what maybe Chenzo was so popular also is that it wasn't all fully dark. Maybe because we expected that, that it was like going to be Oh fully yeah, dark. I was expecting like dark full stuff. dark, yeah. like most of my... Because I think Vincenzo is so like that, like in the posters and all of that. Mm-hmm. Is so like that. Mm-hmm. You know? That suits the gun, the lighter. But it's then like when you gentleman s- yeah. mafia, you know. But I think that they also balance very well 
the fluff, well, not fluffy, but it's like light stuff, like light stories, the struggle of the people of the plaza, the people in the Buddhist temple, the very random dude that wanted to perform like a zombie. <laughs> you know, like all of that. It was like, it's, it's also partly a court drama. Yeah, like in that, that studio, a lot of things happen in fairness. I feel like they may have tried to mix too many genres in one show. It was like a corgi comedy mixed with like a thriller, maybe? Dark police mafia stuff with then yeah. courtroom drama as well. With then also like a slice of romance thrown in. Yeah. Very, very, very. It was yeah. a lot. Sometimes. It was a lot. Yes. It was hard to keep up. And sometimes it just got too quirky. Yeah. For me, my favorite part was definitely the mafia stuff. Like, yes. I love the emotional manipulation. Like, the mafia shows up in your house and has dinner with your kids and your wife. And you just show up and you're like, oh my god, I'm in trouble. He's going to murder me. Yeah. For you know? me, my favorite part was mostly the lawyer. I think she was amazing. She was, like, a strong woman. Mm-hmm. Very smart. She was, like, super smart. And not just that. She just had this spark that she was, like, evil, but good evil. Because she was also kind of crazy, Okay. Yeah, she was kind of like following Vincenzo around to like learn how yeah. to be a mafia. Uh, we're talking about Hong Chaeyoung, played by John Yobin, by the way. Yeah. Um, her character was very good. I liked her. It was her really a lot. good because her character pretty much was super smart. So I like that she knew that she continued on. This is the thing that I really love that one episode where she was like, okay, so they're going to they're gonna try to murder me, basically. And then she called the press. And she, they were like, yeah, I'm fighting against them. You know, I'm going to public saying, I am going to the one that's going to revenge all these people. So if something happened to her... Exactly. All eyes will turn to the most likely suspects. So that was such a smart Clever move. ploy. Yeah. That was not actually a Vincenzo's thought. It was her thought. So that's why you know that she actually... She just was with Vincenzo for the sake of like learning the mafia style, but she could have done it herself, basically. I think with her character, there was a very nice balance between hard lawyer yeah. will do anything to get to her goal, whereas she also had her softer side when like her father passed away. Well, yeah. he was murdered, basically. And when they meet Vincenzo's mother, she's yeah. like, you know, she gets the situation and she tries to give them space. Yeah, they show um, you show like her human side. Yeah, it? yeah. It was a very interesting 3D fully fleshed out character. Yeah, well, Vincenzo, the only thing that you get that is like human in fairness was the little interaction when with When he feeds the bird? The bird at times. <laughs> and whenever he loses his mother. Yeah. But other than that, Boy was absolutely driven by his ambition and playing his cards extremely well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, let's talk about the cinematography and the CGI. Uh, yeah. There were some very stunning transitions in Vincenzo. Yeah. Where they suddenly flip the screen like upside down and it transitions into a new scene. I thought that was really beautiful. It didn't feel super seamless because I was sometimes just like, wow, oh my God, this shot is amazing. Yeah. 
So it did kind of take me out of the story sometimes. But on the other hand, it's also just beautiful to see. Yeah. Um, CGI. The CGI, I don't think it was so bad. Let's keep in mind that they had to do CGI on actually Italian buildings. Yeah. That have been built for like hundreds of years, okay? Mm. These houses are old. Mm. And I think they did well. I do believe that they, they did a good job with this. Like sometimes I was like a bit much. But other times they kind of they kind of nailed it, and, and mm-hmm. I wasn't. Mm-hmm. It wasn't mm-hmm. too bad for me. What do you think? I thought it was kind of funny sometimes because I was like, "This feels weird." Yes. Yeah. Um. But but if you haven't been to they Italy, they didn't use it like a whole lot. No, but the first episode was a heavy CGI. But if you haven't been to Italy, fine, you will notice. <laughs> In fairness. Yeah, no, I get your point. I it's going to be like, oh, that's a cool building. I mm. wonder why they filmed it. Mm. That's it. Look up the behind the scenes so you can see like the, the CGI happening. Yeah. It's kind of interesting to see because he's just playing in front of a green screen. Boy's a good actor. Skills, Boy's you a know. Good actor, absolutely. Um, yes. Let's talk about the Italian. The Italian. Which Italian? When Vincenzo. Oh, he's Italian. Italian. So... <laughs> <laughs> Like, from the Spanish speaker. From a Spanish speaker, like I, I do, I do interact with a lot of Italians, mm-hmm. and sometimes I mean I, it's it was it wasn't too bad, I suppose. Of course, it wasn't like a native speaker, mm-hmm. but he wasn't a native speaker to begin with. Mm-hmm. He should have been like I think that he, I, I don't know. Sometimes I was like, boy, that seems a bit too forced, like. The pronunciation was the a bit... amount of cazzo <laughs> that I heard was like, oh, Jesus, okay. Like, sometimes the pronunciation felt a bit, like, pushed, if you know what I mean. Yeah. And not as natural. Oh. But it wasn't too bad. Like, I watched a couple of YouTube videos about actually Italian speakers talking about his accent. And they were like, yeah, he nailed the pronunciation, but maybe he's trying, he's stressing too hard on this syllable. Mm. I think the intonation sometimes was a bit... Was a bit off. And all of, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but to be fair... He did just, you know, he had a dialect coach. He was learning Italian for this drama. Exactly. And I think that's remarkable because, mm. I mean, Korean structure and Italian structure are completely different. And Yo. learning it just to film a drama. And even just, like, pronunciations. Oh, absolutely different. Like, two different worlds. Absolutely. So, good effort. Yeah, well done, actually. But I feel like they should have held back with the cuts a bit. <laughs> just saying. M- maybe. Mm, yeah. Um... Let's talk about the fashion as well. I love the fashion of the lawyer. What's, what was her name? She was... Hong Chaeyoung. Chaeyoung. Her fashion was incredible. So pretty. Also, just here, I was, we were kind of checking the outfits. And they're not like, too bad. Well, like, I must say... Yeah, I was going to say, like, I only checked the jewelry because I was like... Jewelry-wise, it, it's like achievable, you know? It's all like Swarovski. <laughs> so... Yeah. That's not the worst. No, I think they did an excellent job with the mm. the outfits. Mm-hmm. All like everyone. Even the people from the plaza were like, okay, it wasn't like too flashy. You know? Yeah. I so the people in the plaza start to become like the Gunga Cassano family. And they get a full Yeah, they have like a uniform at <laughs> yeah. one point where they all wear like black suits they look neat. in all its variants. They looked so cool. They there was like this neat. silk suit yeah. by this like goth girl who's Cut constantly dirt. like combing her hair. 
which I thought was a bit bizarre. She seemed like Kant in her reality. <laughs> she looked so good. <laughs> oh my god. Yes. Mm-hmm. So the fashion on point. So yeah, well definitely. done to the styling team. Excellent job. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Any other point we have to touch with Vincenzo? Um, character, character arcs? Character arcs. Uh, I think that the main character as they were developed 100% <coughs> was Hansel, Hansok's, Vincenzo's, and Chion's. Mm-hmm. They were like the main characters. Yeah. Yeah, and I think they did a great job developing them, I think, because mm-hmm. with uh, Hansok, you know from the very beginning, well, whenever you, and you know that he is like a psychopath. The bad guy. Yeah, you know what to expect. Like, boy is like crazy to the core. And you know, Mm. And but at the same time, he all of this is because he's very ambitious and he wants this to happen. He doesn't. He doesn't really care about who he has to. Yeah, step I, on. with him, I don't think that there's necessarily a character arc because it's not like he redeems himself or we learn something new. It's just that as soon as we realize who he is, yeah, he can drop the fake nice boy act, yeah. and just go full blown crazy. Um. Which Taekyung kind of did it well. Oh, he did an amazing job. Not gonna lie. He he did an incredible job. What worried me is that he said in an interview that he there's so many similarities between him and Hansok. And I was like, boy, boy what? Yes. Mm. And with Hansok, I think that... I the, love him and I'm gonna adopt his him. His character was like, because he was a victim, but then somehow he ends up meeting Vincenzo. And it's, I feel like meeting him is a new him. So uh, with Hanso, uh, he just changes once he meets Vincenzo and mm. he becomes uh, like brave. Somehow he becomes brave. He becomes smarter. Mm-hmm. He starts to learn that he doesn't need his brother. I feel like he has a bit of a support system. Yes, where before he was on his own. Yeah, and he just had like people surrounding him that all had their own motives and whatnot. Yeah. Vincenzo and Hong Chaeyoung have their own motives, but they mean it well. Yeah. And they're trying to like look out for him. Yeah. So it kind of like makes him blossom a little bit. And the whole relationship between him and Vincenzo was so cute. <laughs> it was very cute. Then we have Chaeyoung because Chaeyoung's character, she has started off being these cold lawyer that works for the firm that looks after uh, Babel. Babel. What's Babel. Uh-huh. So she just scoffed and she's like really good at what she does. She's one of the ones that is working to sort of like cover up all mm-hmm. the cases that it's happened. She's actively working against her father yes. in Jipiragi Law Firm. Yeah. Which and constantly, you know. Yes. She's very smart but then whenever uh, her father is assassinated she changes and she also notices what is really happening in the company. Mm-hmm. And then she changes, just, just, she kind of flips side. Yeah. And, and you can like see her empathy towards yeah. the victims as well. Yes. Which is kind of a really nice growth in the character. And she, because she also becomes a victim herself, she loses her father because of the ambitions of yeah. this company. Yeah. So that makes her change. And then you see like how she deals, because she deals with a lot of like, stress also the repercussion of having lost uh, her father all of that mm-hmm. and she, i think she learned i think her character was really really good yeah i love her character a lot yeah it had a good development 
She was smart. She was like, she was a strong woman. And I loved it. Yes. Yeah, she couldn't even defend herself. Like this one scene when she's attacked and she's going in. She's going off and she was like, okay, one minute. She was trying to fight or run. Like she's really, oh, really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I with Vincenzo, Vincenzo, Vincenzo. With Vincenzo, I believe that his character act is kind of similar to Tech Hyun's, if I'm honest. Like we know that he's a bad guy. Mm-hmm. And his ultimate goal, a uh, goal is to get the gold out of the thingy. Mm-hmm. He doesn't really become good. He's still looking after the gold. And yeah. what happened with the company mm-hmm. happens to be the middle for him to get the gold. Oh, he definitely reaches his end goal. But I do think that his edges are a little bit softer in the, in the end. After seeing the torture thing, I don't think so. I don't think <laughs> so. It's just like he's, he is very smart. Kind of manipulative at times. Kind of. Definitely. 100%. He, yeah, sometimes. Ruthless. I call, I call that moment the mafia mode. When he goes mafia mode, he's not the soft boy. Mm-mm. But when he's being the soft boy, at the same time, he's being very smart on his move. It's not like, I'm a soft boy. It's like, I'm a soft boy, but I'm checking you to see what you're doing. <laughs> I'm a soft boy. But yeah, so Inferno is the only thing that I think differentiated Vincenzo from Hans Socks was the way they were... Vincenzo had a soft side. Yeah. He where, had a human side. Let's exactly. Let's it like that. Like a human side. He cared about his family in Italy as well. He was working. Like, if right. any, he kept communication with the, with his family in Italy. Mm, yeah. And they were looking at... He was actually looking after them yeah. with his contacts in Italy and all of that. They helped... He helped these people to reach his end goal, let's be honest. Mm-hmm. Whereas Hans Socks, he was just evil for the sake of being evil. You know, like... proper. <laughs> Boy was crazy, what can I say? <laughs> I have to say, Taekyung's swell done and uh-huh. such an incredible job mm-hmm. portraying that character. Because it's so... You hate the character straight away. Mm-hmm. It's like the time, the first interaction with Hanso, you hate him. My poor boy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, what do you think about the character arcs? Um, I think they did a pretty good job with that one. But they also had 20 episodes, so they better have a good character arc. Just saying. Please. Imagine if they did it. I would have I would have oh, just dropped it. It took us literally two months watching Vincenzo because the episodes were quite long. And sometimes it took like two episodes for Vincenzo to go back to his mafia mode. You know, uh-huh. to go to go back to business and get his gold out of that place. I kind of wish that they had kept it at sixteen episodes. Same. They could have cut it cut like some small storyline somewhere. Um but they could have kept it 16 episodes. I believe so too. Yeah, absolutely. Even if the 16 episodes were like an hour and a half, I wouldn't have minded. No. Because that's still like more than four hours cut. <laughs> yes. Uh, the, uh, also, yeah. there was this one really random moment where he's literally saved from an assass- assassination attempt by a whole bunch of pigeons, which... Random, so random for but me. But I think that's part of the like the comedy, you know, the the this kind of comedy. I know, but still, I mean, it was unexpected. You have to give that to the writer. Look, if Vincenzo can be saved by a bunch of pigeons, then I want my boy Hanso to come back to life. Throw in a pigeon somewhere, I don't know, but bring <laughs> my boy back, okay? It was it was fun. I mean, it was fun to watch. I have to say, what very random that that pigeon was so smart, like for real. It was pretty insane. 
Isiñaki, we like you. <laughs> we, mm, still a bird. <laughs> mm. hey, well, I, I like you. Anyways. Not the biggest fan of pigeons. Not yes. But, yeah. It could, should have been shorter for me. Okay. I, I kind of agree with some part of, like, that's really necessary. Mm. But other than that, I think they did a good job. They did a good mm. job. And also, it kind of deserved the hype. Because it was out there being different. Yeah, that's true. I think they found their niche very well. And it yeah. was something that hasn't really been done before. Yeah, and also covers so many genres. That f- you, you were going to find something that you liked about Vincenzo. Oh, 100%. There's going to be something in there for yeah. you. Because they took every genre. Basically. Yeah. So that was it for this episode of Vincenzo. I think so. It took a while. But, yes. You know. <laughs> Yeah, so remember to go to thecameo.com mm-hmm. for more drama reviews and a lot of K-pop content. And if you want to watch this video, please support us in our Patreon for mm-hmm. this video and exclusive content as well. Mm-hmm. So we'll see you next time with a new episode of What a K-Drama. Bye! Bye. Bye.